0: Hi there, this is Matt from Innocom, and I'm the Senior Director of Marketing. Welcome to Intercom on Customer Engagement. Like most software companies, in the early years of Intercom we had two big problems. First of all, people were signing up and not using the product. Secondly, the ones who were using the product weren't doing everything we wanted them to do. The only way we knew that we could count on the user to stick around was if they were actually using and getting value from what we'd built. Our co-founders spend as much as 20 to 25% of their week talking with customers, learning things like who they were, what their product does, where they were based, how often they used Intercom, how they found us, what they love, and where they want to see improvements. It wasn't rocket science. If you were a chef wondering if your customers were enjoying a new soup recipe, how would you find out? You'd probably just ask them. Communicating with customers sounds simple, but it doesn't come easy for many businesses today. There are some really big, extremely successful software companies that haven't made a single attempt to reach out to their users, and I'm a customer of a lot of them. They've never tried getting me to appreciate their product in any way. They've never told me about their new features. have never even checked in to see how I find their product. There's a mindset that the Internet is the infinite scale, zero-cost tool, and God forbid you should ever have to talk to a customer. On the opposite side of the spectrum, there are companies that communicate way too much. They send you an email about every trivial thing. You'll see a subject line that says, Congratulations, you've created an account, followed by a series of 14 emails about meaningless activities. In the same way that there's a limited amount of times you can impose yourself on somebody in the real world, you can't send an email blast for every time you have something to say. There needs to be a sense of priority, an understanding of what's important to the user. Customer communication tends toward extremes can be too little, too much, or too late. Or it can be just right. In this series, we'll outline strategies that will make sure every message you send will land at the right place, at the right time, and in an appropriate medium. It sounds simple, but as long as you're sending well-timed, considerate emails that speak to your users' interests, you can't go too wrong. We'll help you understand what engagement means for your business and the necessary steps required to engage them. You'll learn how to define the audience for your messages, which means segmenting users according to behavior and action, how to craft your messages for maximum impact, along with what voice, tone, format, and language to use. And you'll learn what you can do to ensure your message is received in the most appropriate setting and in the most appropriate context. Many books or guides like this assume that you have a large, established team and lots of money. This is not one of those. Most of our advice is absurdly simple and requires nothing more than a few hours, a whiteboard, and a product to send messages with. We're obviously biased and think Intercom is the best way to engage your customers, but our advice remains the same regardless of the tool you're using. Let's jump in. This is Intercom on Customer Engagement.
1: Hey, this is Greg, and you're listening to Intercom on Customer Engagement. Episode 1, Identifying the Right People. Communicating with your entire user base all at once is like writing a love letter and then addressing it to whom it may concern. No matter how compelling the body of the message is, the damage has already been done. You've shown that you see them as one homogeneous blob rather than the humans they are. Messages that don't consider the recipient will simply fail. And on the flip side, the more precise you are in targeting your message, the more successful it will be. That's why defining and targeting the right users is the foundation of a successful messaging strategy. The beauty of SaaS products is that they're easy to sign up for and try. As a result, every week you receive at least one message from a company you know nothing about, telling you about some feature you don't understand because you have no idea what the product or company does. In the same way that it's bad to measure customer behavior based on average conversion rate, it's bad to write emails for the mythical average user. Remember, the average person has 1.96 legs and 9.7 fingers, and you don't know too many people like that. Write for people, not for averages, and your messages will perform much better. One of the most effective and practical ways to do this is through segmentation. When you group people based on certain shared characteristics in order to customize your messages, it's the not-so-secret key to your customer engagement strategy. By narrowing your focus and sending messages to targeted groups, your recipients will find your messages much more relevant, and relevant messages get better results let's break down six segments that every product should consider. Segment one, engaged users. These are users who regularly log into your product and use it. The exact parameters you use to define the segment will depend on the nature of your product. For example, if you run an invoice generation app, your active users might only log in once a month to create a small number of invoices. If you're building a consumer photo sharing app, you probably need to see a lot more activity in terms of sessions, likes, and shares, And you might want to see a significant amount of photos uploaded before deeming users to be highly engaged. Put simply, engaged users are your regular customers. They're loyal and depend on or enjoy your product often, so treat them accordingly. Don't sell them a product they've already bought. Don't promote features they've already used. Don't pitch them things they can't use. Instead, focus on things you think they should try, know, or master. Segment 2. Inactive or Disengaged Users These are users who have not used your product in a meaningful way for a certain amount of time. Disengaged users are entirely natural for most SaaS businesses. People get curious, kick the tires, shrug their shoulders, and leave without saying goodbye. These users should be handled delicately. They probably remember your name and have a vague idea of what your product does, but their impressions are likely out of date. Plus, you've hopefully improved a lot since they last saw you. You need to have a focus on what your product can do for them, what news you have, and why they should check up on you again. False assumptions or false familiarity is a guaranteed fast track to the trash folder. Your disengaged users aren't all the same either. Some were once power users, while others use your product for only a few days. Some added their team, some never finished onboarding. Segment accordingly, and the effectiveness of your messages will improve. Segment 3. Free Users Over the past decade, Freemium has become the dominant business model among SaaS businesses. The goal of Freemium is to attract new paying users, so your messaging strategy should be based around getting people to upgrade. The trick here is to discover when a customer is showing signs that they are getting value out of your free plan, and then clearly express the value the customer will get from a premium one. Free users can be a valuable source for product feedback, bug reporting, and beta testing new features too. But remember, with no skin in the game, the opinions of free customers carry much less weight than those who pay for your product. Segment 4. Premium Customers Customers paying you a lot of money deserve to be treated differently than those on free or cheap plans. So depending on your business model, you may want to further segment your paying customers. After all, it doesn't make sense to send a new feature announcement to customers whose plan doesn't allow them to use it. A far better approach here is to message users on your basic plan and explain what the feature can do for them and why they might want to consider upgrading to a premium plan to get it. Or if you're offering free tickets to an event, sending out swag, or hosting office hours for customers, you might want to offer it to your highest-paying customers first. Segment 5, Users Who Are Slipping Away Customers don't make snap decisions to stop using a product, unless things have really gone wrong. Typically, customers gradually stop using products. First, they go from using it every morning to every week, then to once a month, and then to cancellation territory. This is your slipping away segment. And at Intercom, we define it as anyone who hasn't been active in the past 30 days. A $99 B2B SaaS app will define engagement very differently than an e-commerce website. But 30 days of inactivity is a useful proxy for customers most at risk of churning. Your messaging should be focused on showing them the improvements you've made since the last time they used your product, with the goal of convincing them your product offers significantly more value today. Segment 6. Users Who've Recently Canceled The key piece of information you want to get from this group is why they canceled. You may not be able to change their mind, even if you address the issues they raise, but at least you can prevent it from becoming a deal breaker for other users. And no matter how badly you want to convince them that your product or service is great, the best time to do that is probably not immediately after they've canceled their account. The segmentation possibilities for customer engagement are many, and they range from simple to sophisticated. It all comes down to your message goals, the data you have associated with your users, and the creativity and hypotheses you have about that data. These six segments are the simple building blocks of your customer engagement strategy. But if you want to deliver messages that are truly personal, it's possible to get even more granular. You can start tailoring your messages to individuals, not just groups who share common attributes. And in the next episode, we'll look at how you can use behavioral data to do just that. This has been Intercom on customer engagement.